This is episode 221 of How About That Cigar, recorded live at the Corona Cigar Studio. We have Kellen Gorbett on the show to talk about Standard and Twain and some other industry topics. Please take a minute to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now on with the show. Corona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com. How about that cigar? Well, how about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corona Cigar Studios for episode 221 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for joining us live on Facebook, live on YouTube. And if you're listening after the fact on the audio podcast, guys, thank you so much for making How About That Cigar a part of your regular audio podcast rotation. And as you can see, Raul pointing on our screen right here, make sure Click on the subscribe button, the like button, the follow button, all of the buttons. Just smash, smash them, smash. and as as the uh, as the young people say, smash the buttons and make all that good stuff happen. Uh, it's chilly outside, but it's warm and lovely here inside it the is. Corona Cigar it Studio. Um, and exciting show tonight. I think we're yeah. gonna have a blast. I'm Absolutely. very interested in this. Yeah. Um. So. Do we need to uh, get our super duper producer on here? Yeah, yeah, we Let's do. Let's get Justin on yeah, here. Yeah, we do, Justin. Well, hello there, sir. So what's going on, guys? You know, it's uh, it's Monday. Monday. It, it's a Monday. <laughs> like I, it's I don't best. even know what day of the week it is anymore. Half the time. You know? Yeah, it uh, is Monday. Monday. And two of the three teams that we love won so far. Yeah. So the Packers. I, I'll say the Packers didn't lose. I want to say the Packers won, and technically on paper, I guess, yeah, the Packers won. But it was just another ugly performance. They they really they didn't play great. They happened to win the game. The defense played phenomenal. I'll say that the defense played phenomenal. the The offense is still just not. The pieces are not together. And the Vikings had a beautiful step in win. By our new franchise quarterback. That was Mr. Uh, that was a very exciting game. Was his his name Dobbs Dibbs? Joshua Dobbs. Hmm. Dobbs. Yeah. And I think we just locked Curse Cousins. Just picked him up from Arizona. Arizona. And yeah, Cousins tore his Achilles. It's yep. the year of the Achilles, like I keep mm -hmm. saying. T uh, Cousins tore his Achilles. And they bring in uh Kellen Hart or Hunt or I don't Hunt. No, it, what's oh. his first name? Whatever. He was been there for two plays, got a concussion, or maybe three plays. Whatever it was, got a concussion. And he got a concussion in. and it was out. He And he was doing pretty well. Yeah. But, you know, he got hurt, And but the Vikings had an exciting win. There were some exciting games across the board. Yeah. So a game that I did not expect to be exciting in, in any way, shape, or form uh, was Tampa Bay and Houston. Yes. That Houston. was a very exciting. I thought that was going to be a snooze fest. But it was a very exciting game. And then Philly-Dallas. And I hate both those teams, but I'm happy <laughs> Philly beat up on the Cowboys. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And now the Jets are losing, from what I heard. 
Uh, last I checked, yeah, the Jets, Jets were down 14 nothing last I saw. Uh, if you guys have any <sighs> scoring updates, please put them in the comments. And, of course, let us know in the comments what you're smoking, what you're drinking. And along the way tonight on the show, if you guys have questions for our guest or for us, please pop them up on the screen. If the question isn't just mind-bogglingly, no, I'm joking. But most likely your question's going to get asked on the show. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, you know it's starting to cool off. The The leaves are pretty much... You know, the snow we got last week. It's gone. It's gone yeah. already. I have green grass again. Yeah, well, green green grass. I mean, I didn't even get to see it melt because I was in Miami this weekend. Yeah. So you got to, you know. Uh, well, before before that, real quick, I want to mention that uh, I was uh, honored to be a guest on El Oso Fumar Takes last night. Oh. Uh, so if, uh, if you guys aren't familiar, Bear Duplissy does a cigar show called El Oso Fumar Takes. So uh, take a minute and go back and listen. To, we had we had a fun conversation last night on his show, and that's why I didn't sleep. I slept three hours last night. Three. Okay. So you had like a five-hour coop show. Three whole, yeah. yeah. Three okay. whole hours I, I slept last night. Oh, um, but uh, I feel like a million bucks. Uh, so, yeah, Raul had the time of his life down in, uh, in Miami. So tell us about it, brother. I went to the La Zona Palooza. Um, with James from Burn, a shop in Minnesota, the original Burn in Minnesota. And uh, we had a blast. Eric and Hector uh, put on a hell of a spread. Um, and Jack, excuse me. Um, food, music, cigars, drinks, phenomenal part of party. That's, <laughs> he keeps, he keeps talking. An, it. it was an amazing porta potty. I'm he, not kidding. He talks more about the porta potty than the rest of the party. And then he, me and Hector had a little and bet on. Don't forget about this. I'm, I'm getting yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Me and Hector had a bet on if the, Yan the better record between the Yankees and the Mets. He's yeah. a diehard Mets fan, and I love my Yankees, even though they, he reminded me they didn't want anything in 20 some <laughs> years. And he gave me a bundle of, I don't know what they Six, were. 601. Oscuro. Oscuro. And that is the wrapper. And we all three of us smoked it. Yeah. I mean the it's, even the even the back of the band is is you know stained from those lovely tobacco oils. And we're uh, we're just finishing the cigars up right now. It's at, even after ten years, the cigar has plenty of power, plenty of richness. Plenty it's, of flavor, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So So if uh hopefully we can have the whole crew down there next year. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do it. It's, we got to do it. It's really good. It's yeah. really fun. It's amazing. Well, if we're invited, you know, it's an invite-only event. We're invited. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, I don't want to wait any longer. Should we uh, let's bring get our, him in here? Let's bring on our special guest of the evening. As always on How About That Cigar, special guests are brought to you by Drew Estates. And let's talk about the Liga Pravada Selección de Mercado. It is handcrafted to highlight the bold characteristics of a specially curated Connecticut Criollo Kappa leaf that's grown exclusively for Drew Estate by one farmer in the famed Connecticut River Valley. The name is Spanish for market selection, inspired by the old practice of selecting wrapper leaves for certain national markets by color. 
Drew Estate chose only the most beautiful Rosada, Connecticut Criollo leaves to grace Selección de Mercado. The Rosada Capital surrounds a blend of tobaccos from Mexico, Nicaragua, and Pennsylvania to create a blend that is deeply balanced, bold, and sophisticated. The cigar measures 6x52 and is available now in 10-count boxes to international markets. For more information, please visit DrewEstate.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you would, please help us out. Put your hands together and welcome to episode 221 of How About That Cigar Live from Standard and Twain, Kellen Gorbett. Welcome to the show, brother. What's happening, boys? Good How you doing tonight, brother? Hey, Matt, I, uh, I hope you weren't <coughs> reading from the script on that bad, man, because I hate for Saka to get on your ass like you did last week. <laughs> <laughs> We got some. We got something. We got something to uh, to show off about that. Actually, in a few minutes here, I couldn't believe it, man. He was on you. <laughs> he was. He was. Uh, well, it, probably that mixed with the uh, uh, mixed with the power outage. It just it made for a uh, a rough first twenty minutes of the show. Oh yeah, he lit us up pretty good. <laughs> he lit us up hard. <laughs> oh man, well, I'm coming on after Saka, man. I can't. I mean, it's like having a comedian on after, you know, Louis C.K. performs or, you know, something like that. It's oh, like, come on, come on. Up. Yeah, setting me up for failure here. Nah, nah, we'll, we'll be the judge of that. We got you, bro. We'll help you. <laughs> well, and, you know, normally we go right into, you know, me lighting up a cigar with the toast can, but we're going to, because we're going to light up some some cigars, you know, from what you guys have going on. Uh, but before we honestly get into that, I want to just – give you a chance to introduce yourself. Tell us about, um, you know, you don't have to give the whole life story, but give us an idea of who you are, where you're from, uh, where you, where you grew up, what some of your hobbies and interests were when you were young and, and you know, that kind of thing. And let's hear about that first cigar experience too. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm curious about that. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll be short on it and let you guys ask more questions on it later if you want. Um, but I grew up in Nashville and uh, played sports, played baseball, you know, did the thing. And after baseball, you know, I wasn't good enough to uh, be a, a Yankee shortstop, you know, uh, come after Jeter. So baseball eventually ended. What we were doing was smoking cigars at the end of ball games, And that's kind of the, the entry. Now, as you guess, high school cigars, what do you think we were smoking? Yeah. We were finding at the gas station. Swisher Sweets, Swisher Al Capone's. Backwoods. Absolutely. Yeah. Only the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, that, we got, I got, you know, eventually, as you do, you, you start to upgrade. You start to learn more about it, all that, all that stuff. Went to college, and uh, I was in Knoxville, the home of Josh Dobbs, by the way. Go Vols. And, uh, and had, uh, I was coming home for the summer and needed to have a job or an internship or something. Right. And I have, I, I took a tour of CAO, which was a lot of people don't know this uh, initially, originally in Nashville before yeah. they were bought and, and, you know, sent away. Um, and, I took a tour and I was like, you know, man, I have people work here. Like, this is insane, you know? <laughs> uh, had you, did you guys ever go to the old CAO headquarters? No, I wish. Nope. 
I mean, it was it was legendary. It's still there. It's uh, Osgunners still own it. It's an art uh, studio now. But um, so yeah, walking around, I'm like, you know, this is a job. This is people's jobs. It's crazy. <laughs> so I I kind of finagled my way into a call with Tim Osgunner. I was a journalism major in college, so my my scheme here was to interview him for a for a writing project for school. At the end of the interview, I was like, hey, look, I'm coming home for the summer. If you guys need any help, you know, I'd love to intern. You know, he's like, you know, he's very kind as Tim is. And uh, he's like, you know, send the resume and I'll, you know, we'll put it in storage. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and that was it. And then, man, like two or three months later, I get a call from his assistant. Hey, Tim wants you to come in and, uh, you know, talk to him about. And, and that's how it started. And so I was at CAO for off and on uh, in and out of school for two to three years, eventually started working toward forum, bad timing, kind of right at the end. That was about 08, 09. They got bought out um, and, and moved on. But, uh, but yeah, that was how I got into cigars. So my first, my first real cigar, I have, I have the, my, my, my first memory is the CAO El Anniversaire Maduro. Mm. Um, and I still remember that being like the first, like actually being able to taste something other than like the, uh, the cherry flavored Swisher. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember it to be like, this is like kind of chocolatey. This is really not, you know, kind of thing. And that, uh, so yeah. And then, um, from there, I mean, I could go on, but, uh, eventually through <laughs> long, uh, ins and outs and travels and all that. I uh, ended back up in Nashville and John Huber is now he was doing crowned heads. I came on to, uh, to work with them for a while. And during the time I saw a, uh, kind of a, I had an idea, saw kind of a gap in the, in the market is like blind tasting stuff. You know, who's doing this, the cigar aficionado guys. And, you know, and you know, how, how do we, how can we, do blind tastings that's accessible. It's not a pain in the ass, you know, you're doing all that stuff for everybody. Um, and, uh, and that's how standard and Twain started more or less. Um, we, we got kind of the origin story is we came back together after college, all a lot of friends from home had gone our separate ways, uh, following jobs or women or, you know, whatever, and came back <laughs> home for Christmas. Yeah. And we all, you know, we'd smoke cigars and uh, when we were together and catch up, like, what can we do? You know, let's do something unique. Like, let's just, you know, how can we make this unique? Um, so like, all right, we'll go get everybody, go get one cigar, a unique cigar, you know, sp spend a little more for it than you usually would. Or we're going to take the bands off. So we got together, we lined up the cigars. We did kind of like a draft you know, everybody's like looking at them, picking the one they want, but we don't know what it is. And that was the first blind tasting that we ever had. And uh, we so we started doing that every Christmas. And so, yeah, like I said, then through when I was at Crowned Heads, all the stuff, that's uh, yeah. that's kind of all came together. And, and we got Standard and Twain going. And here we are. Well, and it's it's very cool because, you know, this this package that is you know one of the one of the packs from standard and twain this is the way it arrives and i love the fact that it's not just 
it's not just a plain cardboard box with an address label on it. You know, it's you you guys have this nice uh, labeling on the outside, you know, that shows that it's a blind cigar collection uh, and it says trust your taste and hashtag find your standard. And then I love on the other side, this quote from Mark Twain it says, am I certain of my own standard? Perfectly. Yes, absolutely. Unless somebody fools me by putting my brand on some other kind of cigar for no doubt. I am like the rest and know my cigar by the brand instead of by the flavor. And it's just so cool. I love what yeah. made you decide to put that on the, on the box. So that's just a small part of a full letter and it's worth reading. It's called concerning tobacco. And Mark Twain is just like such a, for, for somebody writing in the 1800s, like such a funny uh, guy to read still. It's crazy. And you can read this letter again called, it's called concerning tobacco. That's how he leads it off. And he goes into a story about how he was smoking these, uh, you know, his friends were giving him shit for smoking these dime cigars. They were all smoking dollar cigars and uh, he got sick of it. And so one night they had a, a dinner party and after dinner, they were, you know, going to smoke cigars. And he said, you know, I brought, I brought my cigars over. But what he had done is switch the labels on his friend's cigars in their humidor and put his in there. Um, <laughs> and, uh, or, or kept their own cigars, put his bands on them. Yeah. And, uh, and the story goes, they smoked three puffs and, you know, talked about how disgusting it was. And they all ended up in the front yard. And uh, the, the night ended uh, pretty pretty quickly. <laughs> I love that. So, so the, we use yeah. that as our yeah we use that as our you know kind of our um, our theme. That's how we came up with you know that standard in Twain. Find your standard, and uh, you know. So, and yeah. I want to kind of give the viewers just a chance to see. And if you're listening on the audio podcast, I I just recommend you guys check out you know the the video on on YouTube or Facebook. You know this package here. And then it's, it's, it's a simple package. You've got information about the company right inside there and your sort of philosophy um, and inspiration about it, which I think is so cool. And then right inside the box there, love that package. really nice, you know, uh, not just, not just a, a Ziploc bag, you know, nicely packaged, you know, with the, uh, uh, with the twine there and and the logo on it and you know shout out to our friends at Bovida because you know you got the um got Bovida that one. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna well, i'm gonna open this up and we're gonna you need a knife to open it no i got this I see it's just knife. paper i don't need oh. i don't need a knife to cut paper because i'm strong like that i just wanted to pull out my big so knife. yeah and then um right in there is a so there's some uh some cards in here I, there's a there's a flavor wheel uh that has um it, and this is this is great information and we've talked about the flavor wheel on how about that cigar before but you know you got your main categories and your subcategories of you know things that people tend to smell or taste when they're smoking a cigar and then you've got cards for each cigar with basically a blank flavor wheel so and you can take your own notes and you know make markings where you're getting aromas that 
remind you of citrus or chocolate or earth or um, wood or things like that. And I think that's cool because you can you can do that with each cigar in the pack. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the cigars themselves, uh, nicely bubble wrapped, which is is good to help protect cigars because, you know, we all know how shipping can can go from time to time. And then you've got these beautiful cigars that are banded, but they're not they're not branded. So they have they have bands that you guys, I assume, had the you guys have these bands made and it's got uh, a QR code on it. So. The people who get these packs, you you can smoke the cigar and just just smoke it and sense it, and then make your notes. And then um, is the is the idea to then scan the QR code at the end, sort of for the big reveal. At the end, in the middle, just kind of whenever you feel like you've got okay. a good, um, you know, you feel like you've got a good a sense of the cigar, and then uh, you know when you're ready to figure out what it is, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be at the end. But yeah, when you're ready to know what it is, that's when you scan the code. What's the cost of this beautiful packaging and, and these four cigars? So that is that's forty bucks. So ten bucks. Forty bucks. Monthly subscription. Monthly subscription. You can buy a gift subscription, one-time package if you want, um, and then you can get gift packages for one, three, six, or twelve months if you want to do that. Or yeah, or we do it monthly, and we we offer. Um, you can do it bi-monthly if you want. So you want to get four cigars every two months, you can do that, or or every month. You can get okay. uh, four or eight cigars. Nice. Very cool. Well, you and Justin, you guys pick first. You just pick which one of those cigars you want to smoke, and then let Justin pick, and I'll be the last one to pick. And then uh, then we'll get these guys fired up. And uh, This is uh, my size. Yeah, it's mine too. Thanks. It's okay. Yeah, I'll get the I'll... first choice. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with this, uh, the darker one here. Okay. Let's see what we got. Let me see here. I'm gonna go with. And what are you smoking and drinking tonight? Yeah. So I am smoking a Sereno Eleanor Rose, and this is, I mean. For the first cigar, this is my first cigar of the day, uh, of the night, of the whole day. And this is a great starter smoke because it doesn't kill your palate for the next one. You guys are smoking those 601 Oscuros. I don't, I don't know how your palate is now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a great, it keeps your palate clean. So I'm actually going to set it down, though. It's a really good cigar. Um, but I brought a couple. Ironically, I am... The only one who can't smoke blinds because I'm the one who puts them all together. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, so what I do do though is just set them, you know, set a few aside in the humidor, and after a few months, I have no idea what they are anymore. Yeah. So I've got a couple here, and I'm going to smoke blind with you guys. Well, this one, this one has because obviously there's no branding on it, but some cigars have certain physical characteristics that don't necessarily give it away, but maybe we'll give a clue about a factory that does that type of thing or type of look or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I am on the cigar that I grabbed. I am seeing something that is a little bit of that. So this I'll hold this up to the camera here The the, the taper on, on the head of that cigar, it's not a bellicoso. It's not a torpedo, but it's also not just a Parejo. It's sometimes they call it marble head. 
depending on the company, some call it a, uh, there's a number reference to it also that I don't recall off the top of my head. Um, but you know, that, that could be a, a clue for, for, uh, somebody out there that's, uh, you know, maybe they can think, Oh, I know a factory that does that kind of, uh, you know, you ahead of us. Well, I, I don't think I know what it is, but I do know one or two factories that, and brands that have cigars with that type of a head on, on the market. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. I don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, ha you haven't even lit it up yet. So you just did a cold draw. So get the cap cut off of this guy. And uh, is it time for after, our, our butt guy? Yeah, after all this, after uh, our butt guy, you, we got to change the. <laughs> figure out a different way to say that. I don't know. It's our Sasquatch. You get our, to look at his a, face, and I got is. to look at his butt. It's a butt guy. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. It is definitely time for uh, uh, for the toast cam brought to us by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. So let me grab uh, Mr. Sasquatch. Mr. Mr. Saka Squatch here. Saka Squatch. Let's get this going. And I, I the cool thing is I don't really I don't really need the microphone. No, no. you don't. No, I don't need the microphone. Are so you ready? I'm sure he's lined up there. Okay. And, and I'll stare Oh, I gotta talk with the microphone. And I'll stare uncomfortably directly into the lens of the camera the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stare at your cigar. Um, so I, yeah, I should put I should focus on Make the tobacco. Sure, yeah, that's the whole yeah. Okay, you ready? For for those of you what for those of you that don't know, Saka kind of tore someone a new one last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't still, say who it was. I'll, I'll I'll be in therapy for a few months, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. All right, let's do this. When lighting your cigar, it's important to be patient, pay close attention to detail, and focus on the tobacco. In the same way, Steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra-premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust have become known for. From Sober Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. Nicely done. Hey, that's nicely done. That, that guy's got a nice voice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but voice like an angel. <laughs> David Floyd like, loved some new mood music there. So, yeah, I had to put some mood, mood music behind. I, I listened to the recording after I did it, and I was like, this is just too boring. There's got to be something behind it. So, <laughs> nicely done, Matt. Thanks. Steve, Steve, uh, leave a comment, Steve yeah, Saka, yeah. and let us know if you approve. And please save my fragile, damaged psyche. Hopefully, he, uh, he'll be good for next year. So. <laughs> let me read something on this. Oh, and I'm also, I didn't mention this, but I'm drinking a Dickel, keeping it in Tennessee. Dickel, oh, nice. Beer, single barrel. I like it. Um, and I have so for the last for the last what four weeks five weeks now, Raúl. Yes, sir. Uh, Raúl has uh, a very large collection of whiskeys, and for the last few weeks he brings me a blind whiskey, and he just gives me the basics. He just says it's a rye or it's a bourbon or it's a scotch or whatever. And tonight uh, is no different. There's here's here is tonight's mystery whiskey it's a kentucky bourbon but it's a store 
pick? It's a store pick. Is it a Minnesota store pick? Are you, are you not going to tell me that? I'm thinking it's it's nationwide. Nationwide, okay. Total wine. No, okay. that was the easiest one you could. All right. So the aroma on this whiskey is a little sweet, earthy. Uh, little spicy. It smells like it might be slightly higher proof, but the, it's hundred proof. It's it's very viscous. I mean, it it really stands in the glass. I got so, something that might help you. What's that? It's bottled in bond. Bottled in bond. Okay, that narrows it down. No, it doesn't really. But <laughs> while you're trying to figure that, you got Angelo in the comments from Founders saying, "What was that? The toast Cam Sackasquatch brought to you by that was Founders. Angelo and and muted in for us from Vegas. God love you, brother. We we did mention that uh, a few weeks ago on the show that uh, that you were kind enough to mule that Sackasquatch from Las Vegas all the way to Minnesota for us. So cheers to you, brother, for uh, for getting Sackasquatch safely here. Thank you to our studio. All right, here, first taste of the mystery whiskey here. That is, that is extremely high proof. Um, I'm, I mean. Well, while he figures that out, I got a question for you. Yeah. So, obviously, for your love of Mark Twain, you came up with the name. What, how does that, how'd that come about? We came across that uh, that letter, man, and that letter was like this. This is exactly what we're talking about, except so much wittier and you know, clever, uh, cleverly said. It's got the story. Um, it, it's like I said, it's worth just reading the whole thing because he he's he's just a he's a nut, man. He 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 he's so funny with his uh, with his words, and so yeah. That was it. I mean, how do you you know come up with a name? That's like one of the hardest things to do. Um, they were like, all right, you know, he's talking about every man has a standard, thinks he has a standard, but in the end, he's going by the label, you know, and it's he's using as kind of a, a metaphor for life and metaphor, uh, but he's talking about cigars. And uh, so we're like, that's it, you know, find your standard, standard and Twain. Let's just let's 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 roll with that. I love it. I love it. Um, the one of the things that that interested me about this when I first learned about Standard and Twain is I started out before. How about that cigar? I started out with blindmanspuff.com. Oh, and um, and that was one of my first sort of because I did my own cigar reviews just for my own because I used to keep notebooks of all the cigars I smoked and like a nerd tape the bands in the pages and write down notes while I smoked them. And, um, and then I met the guys from blind man's puff and got involved doing that. And the blind review process is really fun and interesting. And, um, you know, I still do it. I still try to do it a few times a year just to mix things up a little bit and, and, you know, try to keep myself somewhat sharp. Um, but it's, it really does, and especially the fact that it it really forces us not to sort of use the terminology from the, the Dunbarton ad, but it really does sort of force us as cigar smokers to focus on the tobacco. It, you know, where we're not looking at the band and thinking about the brand that we're smoking. We're really, it forces us to sort of 
um, smell every smell and taste every taste from the cigar and even look at the wrapper and the veins on the wrapper and the seams on the wrapper and things like that. Um, during the, during the years that you have been a part of the cigar industry, what are, what are some of the characteristics of those flavor notes and aroma notes that you have learned about from cigar makers that kind of guide you along the way to pick cigars for either the packs or for particular, even just your own personal smoking, you know, whether it's events or special occasions, that kind of thing. Look, I'd be lying if I wasn't putting the cigars that I love in every package, right? I mean, yeah. I, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, all right, you can't keep doing this, you know, <laughs> You gotta, you gotta mix it up. Not everybody loves the cigars that you love. Not everybody's smoking. Uh, you know, I, 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 you know, tend to go medium plus. Um, I used to be, I used to smoke way stronger cigars. You know, I think like a lot of us, we gravitated to, we, we started off, you know, uh, in our early days of smoking mild and then we slowly get up, 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 up. And then we kind of get to a point like, oh, like, yeah, pepper, spice, give me all of that. And then we kind of come back. At least that's for me. I come back to the middle. Wait a minute. There's actually more here. Once you develop your palate, there's there's more complexity to be found in the middle ground. Um, But uh, so that's that's kind of what I so to answer your question. I put in cigars I like, but I'm starting to be like, all right, you know, I don't, I wouldn't normally smoke this one, but I know that a lot of people do smoke this one. We're putting in four, for a month. And if one isn't, isn't what, uh, you know, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't fit the profile that you like, well, that's okay. You've got three others. Um, but I do, what I look for is, is interesting cigars, right? Like, complex cigars, um, cigars with unique flavor profiles. Um, and, uh, the good, the good news is I think we're, there's never been a better time to be a cigar smoker. I mean, cigars are at an all time premium, uh, of excellence right now. Right. Um, so yeah, man, I, I don't have like a, it's not a science. I just, I, I, I smoked cigars, uh, or I, I put in cigars that I smoke and I'm impressed by. And I think, you know what? I would want to give this to my friends. I would, I would take off the label and say, try that, you know, um, and let me know what you think. And so that's kind of, that's how I, that's how I select the cigars that go in the package. So do you, do you go out and buy the cigars first and go, all right, let me call this company and see if I can get them to work with us. Or do they just send you samples How's it working with the companies? Yeah. Well, sometimes uh, I, I'll smoke something in a local humidor and I'll be like, got it. I, I got to, you know, and of course I'll have no idea what I'll, what I can get it for, what they'll give to me, you know, but I'll be like, all right, I got to figure out if, if this is a cigar that we can get because this is a great smoke. Um, so that's definitely, that's happened. You know, it happens all the time. Um, other times, you know, I'll talk to, um, you know, certain brands and the ones who are willing to, um, 
I'll say that I'll say this. It's it's interesting that some companies are are a little hesitant to to go in the blind tastings, you know. Um <laughs> the ones who are confident in their cigars, they they're all about it. Um and I'll just kind of I'll, I'll I'll ask them like what would you if you could put one of your cigars in a blind tasting, if you want to surprise people maybe a little bit, what would you put in there? And I'll, and uh and so sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll leave it up to them. Um you know, I do I always want to have smoked the cigar obviously before I before I do it, but assuming that I've you know, I've smoked uh, all of their um, their portfolio. I'll leave it up to them. Um, and uh, and yeah, sometimes they sometimes all um, companies that I'm not as familiar with, um, like I'll, you know, we really try to mix up every everything we can from flavor profiles, from price points, from big companies to uh, boutique companies to brand new companies who are just getting going. Um, I like to include all of those uh, from $8 cigars to this month, we have a, a $18 cigar uh, retail going out. Um, and, uh, and, and so, yeah, so some of those newer companies, they'll send me, you know, their cigars, their different lines. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know, put it, politely but like you know uh you know let's 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 revisit this you know in a, yeah. in, you know later on in the year or whatever um and sometimes i like man this was a great cigar let's let's do that one um so yeah that's there's no science to it but yeah it's it's, it's the best part of the job man <laughs> absolutely yeah. well i have to imagine that you guys have talked about this you know um because how, how many other people, you know, are part of the standard and Twain team? I have, I mean, it's me. And then I have okay. trusted friends, Some that trusted I, friends right? Essentially <laughs> consultants, right? Okay. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, but, one of the, one of the things I'm curious about is, um, you know, you, you can smoke these cigars and make the notes, you know, take the notes on the cards, just, um, kind of the way you have the process laid out mm -hmm. and sort of give it your own personal rating, you know, score, whatever, and say, yeah, this is a cigar I would definitely smoke again. Uh, or I, you'd say, you know, this one I wouldn't smoke again, but the first one I smoked from the pack what just blew me away. And I, that's a cigar I would buy boxes of kind of thing. And um, is the possibility open for you in the future to, have an avenue through standard and Twain, uh, uh, online retail Avenue to continue that process and say, I loved this, this one cigar from the last pack. I want to buy boxes where they can, where they would be able to eventually go directly through uh, standard and Twain online retailer and make those box purchases. Good question. Good question. Um, so we do have that available right now okay. for not every cigar. Um, but for most of the cigars we have, um, you, so when you go, you'll see when you go to the reveal, the reveal page, there will be a couple buttons on there. And it's just like, you know, love the cigar, want to buy more, and then click it and it will take you to a sales page. Nice. And you can buy more. Um, yeah, we can't do that with, you know, some, some understandably, you know, some companies don't want to, um, you know, sell, sell their cigars. Uh, you know, they, they, they only want to sell it through brick and mortars or, or whatever, which is completely fine. Um, 
but when we can, yeah, we do make them available uh, for for our subscribers to buy more. You know, we give them you know special like member prices, and, uh, and yeah, so that's that's definitely something we we want to continue yeah. to. I mean, yeah, I'd love to have a obviously like a, a big online store. We're not quite there yet, but but we do make the cigars we put out available for the most part. Yeah, this cigar I'm smoking right now. It's burning beautifully. Yeah. Great construction. Feels great. Great draw. Um, yeah. Yeah. The one I have is uh, I just tapped off the ash and it's doing great. Uh, flavors are really nice. Um, it's familiar to me, but I'm, I can't quite yet figure out why, but it is familiar to me because um, it's got a really, it's, it's got spicy. I mean, I'm drinking uh, fire bourbon, so it's, <laughs> It's it's definitely changes things, but I get I get spice on the palate from the cigar, but the retrohale is actually really smooth. So the smoke through the nose doesn't really bite or burn at all. It's 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 got a nice smooth sweetness to it. So it reminds me of something. I'm just not sure what yet. To be honest with you, I would I would like to smoke these on a fresh palate. Mm. Right yeah. away, my first cigar of the day. This is what I would would smoke you know just to give you all fairness and to give you a, a accurate yeah i mean response. it does make a difference yeah. when when you know that first cigar of the day versus you know cigar right after a a 10 year old after one from lozona for sure <laughs> yeah uh justin what about the one you're smoking um it's good i think i've had this before but i can't put my I'm I'm guessing Drew Estate at this point, but okay. I could be way off on that. Um, yeah, I'm getting a little floral off my retro here. Floral, okay. I think I, if I if I had to pick a country right off the bat with this cigar that I'm smoking, I think I'd pick Nicaragua, but I haven't like narrowed down a factory or a like a wrapper leaf or a brand or anything yet. But it just it really seems like a Nicaraguan. Cigar. I don't got a clue what country it's from. That's okay. <laughs> that doesn't matter. I know it's burning awesome. We just uh, not not to sell anything right now, but I think you guys might find this interesting. We we just started a new package that's uh, just like a one time purchase thing that, and it's only uh, so it's reg it's just like this. So it's it's cigars you find in the humidor, regular production stuff, but it's only hundred percent from one country. It's only Puros, right? So oh, we've right. got uh, we've got two Dominicans, two Nicaraguans, two Hondurans, and two Mexicans, and it's really to because it's so hard. At least, I mean, for for somebody like me to pick out, I mean, blends, you know, especially in blends of four, five, six different countries uh, tobacco, to really to pick out like, well, this is from here, this wrapper is here. So we're kind of experimenting with that. Doing all right, if you want to taste. This is a Nicaraguan Puro. This is Dominican. This is the um, the traits, the 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 you know the yeah. type of flavors you're getting, you know stuff like that. So that's cool. I like that. So uh, this weekend, speaking about doing that, um, Hector at La Zona Palooza gave a school on the uh, anatomy of a, the bat, and he broke it down, and cool. it was mind blowing how the wrapper didn't taste like anything until you put everything together, and it was like wow. Exactly. So I love that idea of ha having exactly. four puros in a in a package. Well, I, I went down to to, to Nicaragua um, in the spring. I spent two months there. Brought my two year old down there. That was that was fun. 
Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's not till you get down there that you're like, man, like there's just some things that you that is very hard to do unless you're down there, right? Like uh, I was, uh, I was, I spent some time with uh, with Alex. I don't know if you guys uh, know Alex Noo. Uh, his last name he's Polish. He's got a crazy last name. He of Roma Craft. Um, and, uh, he's just like, he's smoking just burritos, just single tobaccos, just all day, all yeah. the different stuff and figuring out exactly what specific leaves taste like. That's just something that's, that's, you don't have the privilege to do when you're not actually on the, on, on the ground, you know, mm -hmm. we got a question from David. How many, uh, subscription are you sending out a month? We got, um, you know, it varies. We've got uh, uh, different um, subscription options. I think in total, I mean, we're still pretty small, man. We're probably doing like uh, four or 500 going out every month. That's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good numbers for, yeah, for a yeah. newer newer venture, definitely. Yeah, man. We're, you know, I'm, I'm doing, like I said, I'm doing, I have some, uh, some employees doing, um, you know, stuff with, with helping with packaging and stuff. But as far as like the, we, you know, we do a little more than most of the subscriptions. Uh, you know, every subscription serves their purpose. You know, but um, you know, where where a lot of them are putting just putting cigars in a package and you know sending them out. Um, you know, we 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 do these individual bands. We do individual QR codes. We create website, a new page for every cigar with all the details you'll see when we do the reveal. So it's, yeah, it, a lot of uh, time and effort goes into it. Um, so, so I'm fine with, with as long as the, as long as we're going doing this, um, right. we can do it slowly. I'm all right with that. No, that's cool. Um, so just kind of personally in your own, you know, the time that you spend enjoying cigars and spirits and things like that, what are some of the, pairings that you really enjoy uh, whether it's a particular type of tobacco wrapper leaf or with a certain kind of spirit or that kind of thing good question um it's changing all the time and uh right now i am on a a just honduran Corojo uh, kick. So I got just like almost all I smoke. Uh, the stuff that, you know, Christian Rowe is doing at CLE. Uh, I'm just, that's the flavor that I'm just on right now. I mean, I, I do, I do, I don't know if you guys do that. I do that with food too. My wife oh, is I always totally like, do that. Oh, yeah. Like, like you just, you'll eat something for lunch or breakfast every day for six months and then you'll just be done with it and never eat it again. <laughs> that's yeah. how I am with cigars, man. Um, so as far as pairings, um, honestly, this is like, this is, uh, this single barrel is, uh, I'm not a huge bourbon guy. Uh, I, I prefer like a rye or scotch. Mm -hmm. Um, but this is actually, I'm learning right now that this is a great, uh, uh bourbon to smoke, um, with a cigar because it's so clean that I'm actually getting the, the flavor emphasis is still on the cigar. Um, but it's just, it's just kind of a good match. Um, but generally, uh, yeah, I stick to, I stick to scotches. I don't know. I'm not a huge pairing guy in that. I love pairing 
cigar, uh, you know, scotch and cigars or coffee and cigars. But usually yeah. I'm just kind of like, I love that drink and I love the cigar. Yeah. Know? And I'm going to probably just do them at once and hopefully they pair well, you know. Kind of yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'll smoke a lot or I'll drink a lot of I love scotch. Uh, and a lot of times the, that, you know, Ardbeg, you know, 10 or whatever isn't pairing well with this medium body, you know, cigar. Oh, yeah. But uh, it's really delicious regardless. So I'll stick with it. So when when things first started out, you know, you've obviously you're you're starting this business, this idea from square one back when it first launched. How did you because you had already spent some time working in and around the cigar industry. So, so you had some relationships built, but how did those first conversations with people who didn't know you go, you know, some, somebody from a cigar company that didn't know who you were and you approach them and you say, Hey, here, here's what we're doing. And here's, you know, what we would need from you. If you want to participate, this is the kind of commitment we're looking for you for, from you, this, this many number of cigars and so on and so forth. Um, how did those, how did that go at the very beginning? And I have to imagine now that time is kind of moving along your, you know, standard and Twain is, is, is starting to make a buzz. Um, and then maybe you got to the point where people start calling you saying, Hey, I heard about your company. I want to be a part of it. So how did that all develop? Man, I, I was, I was like, ah, oh, that's a good question. But when I think back, it was for the most part, um, not entirely. I can think of a, a few companies, but for the most part, people were incredibly supportive. Um, nice. you know, when it started, I didn't, you know, I didn't have any numbers to, um, to put any orders of any significance. Um, didn't have an account with, with the, the company or whatever. Um, and so, you know, when, for a lot of companies that would require some kind of first order minimum or whatever, you know, I tell them what I'm doing at, you know, I, a lot of times I'd send them a package so they could have it in their hands uh, and, and see exactly what we're talking about, what it's like. Um, and uh, again, for the most part, it, it was uh, really, really positive, really supportive. Um and, uh, and, you know, yeah, like, oh, you know, just, just encouraging too. just like guys, just, you know, I, I remember coming in, uh, you know, a little timid of like, yeah, you know, getting going, we, we can only do this many, you know, I don't know, maybe 50, 50 cigars or, you know, three boxes or whatever, 75 cigars. Um, and feeling like, uh, you know, y'all, y'all aren't going to want to waste your time <laughs> with me. Right. <laughs> but, but they're like, Oh man, this is so cool. I've never seen anything like this. Um, you know, we're absolutely, let us know what you need and, uh, and, and move forward that way. Um, yeah. And that was, so that was, uh, that was pretty, for the most part, my experience, um, with, uh, with companies, you know, there, there are, uh, um, there are brand owners who have no business doing this, who have unlimited cigars and and uh, uh, know more about cigars um, than I'll ever know. Who who are subscribers because nice. they want to package every month and 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 take. 
there was one, there was one, I, I won't give any names, but um, there was a, there was one uh, well-known cigar uh, brand owner uh, who, who smoked one of the blind tastings. And he was like, he's like, man, like that cigar, I, I couldn't, that was, that was an awful cigar. I'd never heard of it, but that was really bad. And I was like, are you talking about this? Well, that was, no, no, that was this company. And he goes, what? He's like, that's like, I love that. I love that company, which I'd rather have it being more like the opposite, like pro. I love that cigar, yeah. but it was kind of interesting to be like, man, these guys, just they're on another level. And it's kind of, and, and being surprised in the blind tasting uh, is, you know, it's cool to see. Oh, absolutely. Especially those experienced tobacco guys. You know, I, I actually learned about standard and Twain from skip Martin. He, oh, he, yeah. he okay. talked about it when he was on our show, one of, oh, one of the times that he was on our show. And um, I, I said, okay, we got to learn more. And I think it was the very next week I reached out to you. Um, but it's like and, Skip, man. absolutely like yeah, guys who, especially guys who, who, who are confident in the product that they're putting out and not mm -hmm. just worried about, uh, who don't um, lean on the name or the, the brands guys who know, Hey, our cigars will stand up. Yeah. Yeah. Those, especially guys like skip there, they couldn't be more supportive and, and uh, always wanting to, to have their cigars included. So it's pretty yeah. cool. So who's just, your who's willing to do that? This question is going to lean into uh, Matt's next question, but who's your favorite cigar to work with? Who's your favorite company to work with? Skip is certainly one of them. Um, he's he's very supportive. Uh, him and Mike, um, um, like uh, guy, even even guys like uh, Ernesto Padilla, man, I love that guy. is just a maniac, and uh, he he can he can blend some cigars, and you know he's always you know I always bother these guys. I'm like, hey, I need y'all to make a video, um, uh, uh you know, for the, for the cigar reveal, talk about your cigar. Um, both the, they're always up for it. Um, let's see who else. Uh, I mean, obviously my guy, gosh, sorry about that. My guys, at right. ground, my guys at ground heads yeah. um, are, uh, are always, you know, on my team, um, and being, uh, extremely supportive. Uh, Eric Espinoza, man, that, that dude's awesome. He's mm -hmm. always willing to, to do whatever, um, so those are just, those are just off the top of my head. Um, but there's, there's, there's plenty, uh, I, I, but I love working with, with all those guys. Yeah. So great segue, Raul. What are some, what are, you know, a couple, two or three companies that you'd really love for them to be a part of what you're doing, but you haven't quite been able to either close the deal or haven't had a chance to even open a conversation with them? Look, um, you know, I was listening to your your last podcast, which was which was fantastic. I learned so much uh, from Steve talking. Um, but uh, you know, his cigars are just um, they're going to be in that fifteen to seventeen to twenty dollar range, and um, I, you know, so we our cigars we they're, they're about ten dollars a cigar um, for the for the. Um, for the subscriber, 
Um, so going to somebody like that, I, you know, I wouldn't even want to really ask him to, um, I wouldn't want to put him in, in the position to, you know, Hey, could you give me a, you know, that kind of discount on, right. uh, on, on your cigars? Yeah. Um, people like that. I mean, like same with like Nicholas Melillo, um, you know, those guys, most of that's just kind of like just price point and just practicality and not wanting to, you know, try to, you know, bother these guys that, Hey, you know, give me your $20 cigar for $5, you know, whatever. Um, to, uh, but, uh, those def- I mean, those guys, those, those two brands are, those are two of my favorite. I mean, those guys make incredible cigars. You know, I'm a big, I'm a Padron guy. Uh, and I yeah. you know, haven't, haven't featured, you know, like, uh, any of the high, um, well, we did, we did do the, we did do the 64. Um, but that was, that was like, I, I just used the distributor. I mean, you know, I don't even know some of these companies. I don't even, how do you even, they're so big. <laughs> like, you can't even like, how do you even reach these people? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, there's, and, and it's interesting because there's so many different, like every person obviously has a personality, but companies have a personality. Absolutely. And there's some companies, even massive companies that are really approachable. Yeah. Uh, and then there are some small companies that really aren't very approachable and, yeah. and uh, everywhere in between. So I think it's, um, uh, uh, something like this with the standard and Twain pack and the QR code and the tasting notes and all that. I think it really, if I was a brand owner, I just don't see why on earth I would pass this up mm-hmm. because it's just, especially if I'm a young and newer to the market brand owner, uh, because this this is just yet another opportunity for uh, brand recognition to some consumers that maybe otherwise wouldn't have a chance to try your product. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll say uh, another one that comes to mind actually um, that is actually Davidoff. I was I've been very surprised uh, because Davidoff is definitely one of those high end, high priced um, cigars, um, but they've actually been very, uh, uh, very supportive as well and wanting to get there. We featured some some really high end Davidoffs and uh, in our package, and it's always it's always I, I love messing with price in the package. Um, definitely, you know, I love putting in. That's Sereno, uh, uh, Eleanor Rose. I mean, that's, that's a, you know, I don't even know how much it goes. Seven, eight bucks a cigar versus a, a $20, um, you know, Davidoff Millennium or whatever. Like, um, and it's not that one's better than the other. It's just letting the customer determine for themselves. This is worth, this is worth it for, I mean, the reality is that's how most cigar smokers are making their decisions on what they smoke on a day-to-day basis, right? Is yeah. this, does this, does this meet the expectations I have for this price point on a cigar? Um, so yeah, I, I, I mess with, um, with, with, with different price cigars as much as I can. Um, and, and to what you said, um, I'll say that it, it's sometimes not surprising the companies that are hesitant to work with, with me. I know in, in doing a blind tasting, um, okay. they'll, they're definitely certain companies that, you know, rely on, on, on the, 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 the name, you know, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll leave it. Yeah. <laughs> say, say no more. I think, uh, I think Steve might surprise you. Oh, I mean, that would be amazing. I mean, I mean, I'm even a, if it's the, the Umagog, even if it's the Umbagog, which is a 
punches way above its weight class, I think. It does, yeah, for the price uh, point. Yeah. That price point. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. There. I'd love to work with Steve, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a shot. <laughs> well, you also, and, and I'm pretty sure I saw this right on social media, correct me if I'm wrong, but you also had um, a cigar made just for for you. So tell us about that project. Yeah, we've, we've done that a couple times. Um, I, initially, I was like very, very hesitant to do it. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I, I tested it out once. I actually worked with uh, Eric Espinoza on, uh, on a, a blend, and we put it out. Um, I've worked with uh, Hostos Fernandez at La Isla mm. um, on one. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, you know, I, I'm – I'm kind of back and forth on it because I don't want to be like a, that company who's just like only putting out only things that we make. I mean, we I want to stick to who we are, which is, you know, we're taking cigars that you can find uh, regularly. You can find your local humidor, but we're but we're taking the label off. And if you like it, then go find it. And, you know, yeah, we, we make it available on our website. But, you know, I'm always encouraging go find it in your local humidor. Um, so, and that was, an, uh, cause initially we were only doing two a month and we've, we've transferred that. Now we're doing four a month or four every other month. So we're doing more cigars every, every month. And it allows us to, you know, every now and then put out one of our own cigars. And we, like I said, we tested it with, with, uh, Eric, we tested it with Hostos. Um, and we've actually got another one coming out this month, but, um, but, just basically seeing how the how our members enjoyed it and the the one we did with with uh, eric ended up being our best-selling cigar that we've ever done uh we sold out of it and that kind of told me all right yeah like you know i won't be selling out or whatever if uh if if we start putting every now and then putting our own cigars in a package um again i want to keep it you know a little bit minimal keep it to the, the main um lines yeah about our our blending and our cigars um so having said that it's a blast <laughs> you know yeah oh, it's yeah, a lot yeah. of fun man it's a lot of fun um and and again like it was very cool because eric actually sent the, the cigar that we ended up with was totally different than most of the cigars coming out of Lozona. it was um it was on the milder side, but it had a, a nice, it had a nice little spice to it, but it was very floral. It had a, a lavender uh, flavor um, mm. and uh, it was really unique um, and not like, uh, you know, most of the cigars I'm used to when I'm smoking, um, you know, 601 or, or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, no, I've, I, it's, it's a lot of fun to do that. So if a customer <clears throat> was to fall in love with a certain month's package, do does the customer have the option to go back and say hey i want september's package again or you know um sure but (laughs) yeah (laughs) shoot me an email and i'll be like yeah why the hell not you know kind of thing yeah um yeah no that's a good question we haven't i haven't really uh you know thought about that too much um, but yeah, that, that's an easy, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty accessible. We have a little messenger on the website. Um, I thought about putting my number on there. Um, but then I get, then I'll be like, oh, you know, 
I got this, I got this two-year-old and I'm not going to be able to like answer 90% of the time, <laughs> leaving voicemails. So yeah, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm shoot me an email and I'm, I'll, you know, I'll do whatever, man. We got, we got plenty of cigars. I'm happy to, uh, we're small enough to where I can, you know, personalize, you know, whatever our, our subscribers need. Yeah. Yeah. You can be flexible with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Put up Eric's question, please. Yeah. No, the one further down. Which one? The third one. There we go. Were a lot of people just surprised that it was an Espinosa cigar? Since it was yeah, so I didn't I wasn't. It came from <laughs> no, uh, absolutely. Um yeah. I get feedback dude, we, from that. We freaking we ran out, man. And I I uh I, I was on the phone with Eric uh last weekend trying to like, hey man, can we get more of these? He's like I got, I got the, uh, I got the party coming up, man. I can't have time for this. I was like, I know, but we're out. We need more. Um, yeah, that was a special cigar, and yeah, people were definitely surprised. Me, me being one of them. Yeah. So, as you kind of, you know, look ahead, you know, twenty twenty three is closing out. Twenty twenty four is coming up. Um, do you typically, um, or, you know, how do you typically handle? um your networking and relationship building from a from the standpoint of the business of standard and twain do you go to the trade shows do you go to some of the bigger multi-vendor events and things like that to you know get to know people shake hands and build relationships that way 2020 2024 <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> um no man i i haven't been able to um I mean, I've been able to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go down to, um, uh, to Tampa and, and see the folks down there. I'll get down to Miami and I'll go to like, um, you know, I went down to Austin and saw, uh, saw Carson Serino, saw the guys at Roma. Um, but you know, I haven't, I haven't gotten to the trade show, bro. The last, the last trade show I went to, I want to say was, uh, was I'm embarrassed to say 2010, maybe nine. Okay. I, I was, uh, I was, I was, uh, helping CAO. I was helping John Huber with putting together the, uh, the after party at the playboy Hugh Hefner suite. Wow. After the Leonard private Leonard Skinner show. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, that was that was still a that was still my college internship. That was I think that was a, was a good internship. That was the last time. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> um, I it's on. It's definitely man. I I, I got I know I got to get over there. Um, going honestly, going down to Nicaragua, spending time down there is really important. Um, for getting to just go directly to the factories and seeing guys there. Um. And, uh, you know, I want to get down to Dominican, but yeah, no, I got to, I want to get over to the, the trade show hopefully this year. Um, you know, we've, you know, I'm, I'm, I do a lot on the, do a lot on Instagram, do a lot yeah. on, on just the phone. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crucial, especially in an industry this small to, to be there in person and, uh, spend, to spend time just having drinks and, and smokes and, and, and good yeah. time with that I know it's it's a priority for next year. Um, you know, we talked about 
um, you know, having some kind of, um, of, of, of space uh, for not only getting all of uh, my uh, inventory and everything that comes with it out of my uh, you know basement, which is essentially a, a factory right now, um, to keep my wife sane. Um, <laughs> but yeah, having having a, a space um, that we can do some really cool stuff, uh, not only blind tastings, but um, you know breaking down, you know really really breaking down. Um, you know, cigar uh, tastings like you were talking about with the Murcielago and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I want to check in on the cigars that we're smoking. I want to check in on this whiskey that I'm drinking. Um, the whiskey is surprising because it's, 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 it's higher proof and in the glass viscosity wise, it looks like it's going to be, you know, a thicker whiskey than it is, but on the palate, it's actually thinner. The, just the viscosity is thinner on the palate, but it's, I mean, it's got good flavor. There's kind of a, there's sort of a smoky characteristic that almost is more like scotch related than it is bourbon related, but it's not like peaty. It's just, there's sort of a, uh, there's, there's a lot of that charred Oak sort of note in the whiskey. Eric V says Russell's reserve. That's a very good guess. Actually, that's a very good guess. Like the Russell's reserve 10 or 13 year. Um, very good guess. I think it's going to blow your mind. Who makes it? It could like a yeah. McKenna bottle, 10 year bottle. Oh, the McK or the McKenna 10 year. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You said it's Kentucky bourbon. Uh, Kentucky bourbon. It, uh, Maybe the Dickel bottled in bond. No, is that number two or three? I of your picks. I don't know. I've just been sort of naming brands. Hmm. I don't know how many I guess so, yet. I don't drink, so all my friends that do drink, I got a lot of <laughs> bourbon friends. I have a lot of friends that drink bourbon and scotch, and they said for the cost, this is fabulous. Can we have a price point, Eric V? Says? It is twenty-five bucks, if I remember correctly. Twenty-four ninety-nine. It, it's not Old Forester. Nope. I can. Uh, I know Old Forester because it's my favorite. Um, it's not Old Forester. Um, twenty-five dollars. I mean, it's this drinks better than a twenty-five dollar bourbon. That's for sure. Well, I don't know if this company is nationwide i think it's nationwide and it's a bottle it's a barrel pick a store pick uh, for a nationwide company chain pick. yeah okay and it's bottled in bond mm -hmm. uh i mean it's I mean, if it's not total wine, I'm honestly drawing a blank on the other big nationwide liquor purveyors. Costco. Kirkland. Shut. Damn. Up. <laughs> Come Boom. on. Kirkland's Bart. Okay, so it's a Barton product. Master Distillers, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, bottled in bond. Let me zoom in here. It's only a hundred proof. This this tastes like 110 minimum it's it's yeah it drinks a lot hotter than 100 proof 
that's a really nice well it's bart yeah it's it's barton distillers so barton distillers make um i mean barton is one of the uh, you don't put me on the spot like barton is one of the better known distillers in the world um every time they put a bottle out at costco my buddies are like they posted hey it's in you better go get it before it's gone wow last three four bourbons i've gotten bottles from them guys and I will be honestly. I'll pick up a bottle of that because for twenty five dollars, that's a nice. That's a See, nice. We don't, bourbon. we don't have Kirkland's down here, and so Costco. You don't have a Costco down there. Um, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, we can't get. We can't get those bottles. No. Maybe it's because of where the laws or whatever, but they also have the these uh, Isla Scotches that they're putting out for like crazy prices that are supposed to really match up to anything. So yeah, I have friends in Indiana. I'm like, if you ever come down here, you better pick up some scotch. Yeah, no, that's, that's a nice whiskey. That's better than, that's better than a $25 whiskey for sure. So how about those cigars over there? What you thinking on those? So yeah, the, so full, uh, and we're all about full disclosure here. So Justin, let us know what happened with, cause Justin actually moved on and stopped smoking the first cigar from the pack. And why was that, Justin? It was it was a little plugged. It's not necessarily anybody. It's not his fault for sure. But it was it was plugged. I couldn't get a draw out of it at first. Uh, and, you know, little little wrapper crap. It's not. Uh, yeah, Justin, you're being way too. Nice. It exploded. Yeah, I mean, I could I could see it from across the room here. It blew up. Yeah. Uh. So and that hey, again. That's what I say. Don't. They're not my cigars. Right, exactly. <laughs> that yeah. So that's I mean, these are natural, these are natural these are products made with natural tobacco. Yeah. They're made by hands, you know, stuff happens where you're going to every once in a while a plug draw is going to make it through. You're going to get a wrapper leaf that was maybe pressed a little too tight or 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 who knows what. So it happens. Uh it's all honestly, it's all part of the experience in my opinion. And I uh, man, I say like if, if that ever happens yeah. Again, one email, you get a new package. No problem at all, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it happens. But we are still at the end of the night going to yep. figure out what that cigar is. But the cigar you moved on to, number two, Justin, what do you think of that one? This one is completely different. Threw me off. I have no clue. Okay. Uh, it's got a little little bit of spice to it that I haven't tasted like before in a cigar. So it's, but it seems like it's smoking a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. Yeah, the other one was just it, it, it happens every once in a while. It is what it is. All right, Raul, what about uh, what about your cigar? <sighs> I love it. Yeah, it it burned great, great draw. Um, didn't have to relight it, but once, and that's because I'm yapping the way. Um, and I did cheat and just looked at what mine was. Oh, you looked yours up? Yeah. All right, don't tell us. I'm not. Don't tell us. <laughs> no, I, I. So mine. <laughs> And mine is messing with my head because we all know that, that, I mean, if we've been smoking cigars long enough, we know that when you reach certain points in this, through, uh, of the course of smoking the cigar, things can change. You know, you can get flavor changes and aroma changes. This one almost feels like it, somebody flipped a record over and it's the B side. Like wow. it's, it's, it was, it's still got that same kind of underlying sweetness and the retrohale still really smooth. But now the spiciness on the palate is is pretty much gone. It's just all smoothness and sweetness, uh, with barely the tiniest little hint of spice 
on the back of my palate. Now that may be because of the whiskey I'm drinking. So my, my palate is just kind of generally spiced over right now, but, um, I really like the blend a lot and I cannot wait to find out what it is. Um, I have an idea, but I can't say for sure. Um, we'll scan that QR code and find well, out. We will in a little bit, but I want to yeah. hear what you're thinking it is brother. I, I, I am going to keep it to myself. I think I still think it's. I thought we were brothers. I, I still we're think all family here. I, I still think it's Nicaragua. That it's that it's made in a factory in Nicaragua, and I think it's a bl- a brand that I'm familiar with because the cigar tastes it tastes like a cigar I've smoked before, and it tastes familiar. And it's a brand we we're all familiar with. That's all I'm going to say. We're until the big reveal. <laughs> that's my story that's my story and i'm sticking to it but i have a question for you is it is it is it time is it time i think it's time all right guys it is now time for this week's numero de los muertos and as always numero de los muertos brought to us by our friends at smoke in I'm Steve here with the Dope to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Every month, I personally handpick five premium cigars. Another great feature is our Double Down Club. With a simple check mark, you can get double this great selections every month and save $10. Every month, there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, you can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. We've made it super simple. All you got to do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You want to take a break going out of town? Simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. We get this stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. All delivered to your door for $34.95. Five great reasons on what makes Smoking Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out. Peace. All right. Numero de los Muertos, episode 221. So, Kellen, just to walk you through Numero de los Muertos, in case you're not familiar. It's it's strange and morbid, but we give a I'll give a number, and you and Justin and Raul and our viewers play 20 questions to sort of break down and decipher what the the number I'm giving is how many people died from a particular cause. And you have to play 20 questions to break down the number of the dead ones. Numero de los muertos. Wow. It's morbid. It's weird, but it's actually our most popular segment of the show. So the number this week is 350 approximately there's a little plus or minus for error but approximately 350 um it forever forever month forever 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 all of for all of time time. and we'll we'll say since the early 1900s okay have there been times when it's like you know 1.5 million or is it usually pretty low Okay. No, the 350 is the total to date ever in history. I mean, in other in other iterations. Oh no. Okay. okay. No. So yeah, viewers, if you guys have uh, 
question, like play 20 questions, try to break it down. Land or sea or air? It, it could be any of the above. Ooh. Is it a motorized vehicle? They, they, in some of these cases, the, those have vehicles or motorized have been involved. Yes. Eric V says work related. Uh, yes, work related. Always. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Well, we know it can't be cops and firemen <laughs> or EMS workers. That's out of there. Is it in a factory? No, not a factory. Is it on a farm? Not a farm. Jump in whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Falling off a building. Not falling off a building. Well, I mean, in, maybe in some of these cases, yes. Hmm. Did, did this you ask already, is it, is it machine related? It can be machine related. Machine related. Can be, and you said can be vehicle. Related yes. Well. Um, wow, that's really broad. Is, is, it's it, broad. A, is it a like a product of a safety protocol in most cases i think yes especially early on you know back back in the early early 20th century operating a crane i don't think operating a crane plays into this as far as i'm aware i was thinking like airbag but it'd be way more than 350 right yeah hmm Oh, no. I was going to say buried in a concrete machine or something like that. No, not a concrete machine. So let me give another hint. Yeah. Um, this is, these are workplace incidents. Uh -huh. And it's, it's related to a very specialized field of work. Making cookies? <laughs> <laughs> not no, not making cookies. <laughs> Are they making any kind of food? No, no, okay. no. Hmm. Construction, construction related? No. Construction? You see, my Spanish came up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not iron workers. That was that was going to be my next guess. I like that one. Not welders. Hmm. Um, let me give, let me give another hint. What can I give that won't give it away? Um, like design, like, is it like some kind of design related? No, not design related. I'll say, so it's like I said already, it's, it's a workplace that's very specialized, very specialized industry. And... You notice that I'm saying these deaths really only go back to the early 20th century. So the early 1900s. Automobile manufacturing? Not automobiles. Brewing? Not, not brewing. Brewing's been around for thousands of years. Hmm. Instead of sometimes vehicle related. So sometimes. What, so what, what industries only go back to about the early 20th century? Like, what type of work? What type of 
business. Hmm. Electricity. I mean, electricity. It's not the like the electrical or industry. It it, but electricity has been involved in some of these deaths. Highline. No, I mean maybe in some. Yes. Yeah, I know this one's really broad. That's why I'm giving you a lot of hints. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not it's not falling from anything, like you said. So what are what are some of the industries that really got their starts in the ni- early 1900s? What are what are some of the things? Just the things Planes, in in life. Okay, so it's planes could be involved, but it's not directly like airlines or flights or airplanes. Mechanics getting killed. But what 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 things in our life as people really didn't start to see? You, you didn't see in regular everyday life until the early 1900s. Driving. Driving. Yeah. It's. Driving can be related, but this is a more specialized So it's a hundred world something years old only. Hmm. They've used trains before that. Yeah, not trains. It's not trains. Like ro- like roads, maybe like building roads? No. Yeah, obviously not. Pavement uh, putting pavement out? No. Don't think industrial. <laughs> don't don't think industrial or or mechanical uh industries think other types of things things i don't want to give things things it's not animal related uh again this is so broad there could be some in this category that are animal related but the industry specifically is not is not animals. Eighteen wheelers? No. Not industrial. Not think think don't think industrial or mechanical or agricultural. Think other types of you know things in American life that didn't that exist before the early nineteen hundreds. T V. <laughs> Expand on that, Justin. Okay. <laughs> TV. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Uh... And before TV, there was radio. Radio. And but 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 then between newspaper. between so newspapers been around for movies. Movies. Okay. Movies and TV. TV. Okay. So, so we're in the entertainment industry. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Stuntman, stuntman dying and making movies. Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> yes. Good job. Oh man. Yeah. So So in <laughs> pull that one out of my rear. In, yeah. in the history of television and major motion pictures, around 350 deaths have been caused by accidents sustained on film film and TV sets. So Baldwin's got what three or four of them? Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Yikes! Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta go. Um, so just since 1990, there have been 43 fatalities on American film sets. Wow. With another 150 actors or crew members 
left with life-altering injuries as a result of accidents, often the result of botched stunts staged on location. Hmm. Internationally, the figure is thought to be closer to, uh, since the year 2000, that number is closer to 37. Um, the, the one that was the most uh, injuries or m- injuries and deaths in the same incident... Was it filming of Apocalypse Now? No. It was a 1956 movie called The Conqueror. Hmm. Um, At least 91 people in the cast and stunt crew developed cancer um, because of uh, poor management of some of the materials used to build the sets oh, like asbestos. Asbestos. asbestos yeah hmm. wow. uh and then a 1989 film called the sword of tipu sultan which i've never heard of in my <laughs> life uh during shooting a total of 62 extras and crew members died after a fire broke out and trapped them inside the soundstage oh wow yeah so that's crazy yeah, yeah. uh Oh yeah, Brandon. Uh, Brandon Lee died in the crow. Brand, yeah, Brandon Lee in in the crow. No. Uh, and accidental shot. Yeah, yeah, it was a uh, a prop gun. Wow. And so, yeah, the, I just you, you you start after so many episodes. It's like you really got to dig deep, man, for Numero de los Muertos to yeah. find stuff that's like unusual and um, you know, kind of off the off the beaten path. So. That's uh, that's this week's uh, Numero de los Muertos. All right. Uh, I think before the lightning round. You want to do the big reveal? Let's do our big reveals. All right, scan this one. So before you scan it, yes. just and if if you have no idea, just throw a dart at a wall, Justin, and just give us a give us a guess. Hmm. And a couple, has, a has, couple flavors and aromas that are sort of popping out. Um, baking spices with like some leather, a little chocolatey, but like not so much. But the retro's got like this, like white pepper on the retro. I don't have a clue of what it is yet. Okay, I cheated already, but yeah, he cheated. I'm looking at the way you guys break it down. That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> Thanks. QR code? Yeah, yeah the QR code when you the get into reveal. it. What people got and then you the list uh list underneath the reveal. Mm. What like half wheel and dojo and uh stogie press their tasting notes and stuff. Oh nice. That's pretty cool. So if you had to had to pick something, Justin. What do you what do you well, think? I already looked at it. Oh you did, okay. Yeah, we're cheating. Yeah, but well, I, you, I, I you just ch- looked at it and, and it it was yeah, yeah, it's one I haven't had. What is it? It's a Caldwell Blindman's Bluff Maduro. Maduro. Oh, that's a, we reviewed that cigar. That was that was I think the first year of How About That Cigar. Yeah. Uh, I think that even made the top ten list. Oh, this, it's that's a, a nice cigar. Yeah, I haven't had this one. I've had a lot of Caldwell stuff, but I haven't had this particular blend, so that's kind of threw me off. Yeah. So, Raul, what was yours? And I told him earlier, I had a HVC. Earlier today, but this really? HVC show number one oh, yeah, is good. phenomenal. Yep. I had the uh, 
Black Friday earlier today, and I'm like, oh, nice. I could taste a little, a little bit of it, but I wouldn't have guessed that. And I, and I never smoked this neither. So good cigar, yeah, very good cigar. All right. So I have what not. Was, no, go ahead. Scan the other one. I will when we get done. Okay. I haven't. I haven't scanned this one yet. I think it might be a Crux oh, classic, ooh. but I don't know for sure. Um, and this might be my brain playing tricks on me because uh, it's got that marble head shaped um, on the on the cigar. So I may just be letting my my mind play tricks on me. I got to open up the camera. Have you scanned what you're smoking? Yes, I just did. You may tell okay. you. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so this one actually tricked me. I because it has a uh, had an open. Uh, open head at the end so like or, or, or open foot um so i thought it was a aroma like i assumed it was like a, a intemperance something you know mm-hmm. uh, but it actually it wasn't um it's uh it was a lot of cigar i'll say that like it was this is a full flavored like uh a, a lot of uh intense rich flavors um maybe maybe a little much i don't know but uh it ended up being i was surprised the uh the tatuaje jabaro oh yeah nice oh nice that's very cool that cigar actually also has made i don't remember which year but it's made our top 10 list before as well yeah yeah. there's a lot going on in it all right so i was wrong but i was there were some things i was right about um but it's so this is not a crux classic this is actually another cigar from sereno oh this is the sereno wayfarer okay that one's good yeah so it has uh uh ecuador habano wrapper but all binder and filler is from nicaragua nice so and it's i don't um yeah and and it's i echo what raul said i mean this page that you go to Mm -hmm. it's it's so detailed and you get it's it's just really interactive on you know as i'm looking at this on my phone it's really interactive there's information from other media outlets who've reviewed it uh there's plenty of photographs of the of the cigar um and it goes in the first third the final third yeah each section yeah tasting notes it breaks down the anatomy of the cigar wrapper binder filler um and I really like that. It's the, just the way it's laid out is is top notch, brother. Really top well notch. done. Thank you guys. Yeah, we put a lot of time into it. I mean, you, usually we like to have. I think there's probably one on there. It's got a video from yep. the the maker talking about it, introducing you to it. Um, you know, we've got the we've always had the the slider uh, function. Where am I at? Where am I at here? Um, where? Let's see. So you slide it over yep. for the reveal. Oh, nice. um, we implemented a, a survey now. Uh, we just did that the last couple months. So um, we now can actually keep metrics on how the cigars perform. We can bring that back to the, um, to the, the brands, you know, and let them know they're all, cause they're always, they've been ever since we've done it, they've been like, well, how's it performed? Like, oh, you know, and so now we can actually give them uh, numbers. So, 
Yeah. I actually got the notes too on the this last third here. Yeah. Leather, white pepper, and oh, cool. was the other one. And before that was like espresso. So that's why I said chocolatey. Yeah. White pepper. Absolutely. Right on the nuts. Yeah, you had it. So I have to know this this cigar that didn't perform so well. You know, full disclosure. Yeah. No disrespect to the brand. It's just we, you know, had a bad day. Everybody has a bad day. Never smoke it again. Never smoke anything. <laughs> no, I want to I smoke it again, though, because I know these guys. And okay. and um, it was the standard and Twain and Griffin Dave. Um, one oh, no. oh. And, and I, I, I was a Cigar Club member forever. We've had Griffin Dave on the show. I love Liz. Yeah. And, and like, I, it, it, it tasted great. There was nothing wrong, but it was just, it was plugged. And I was trying to get through it. And it was just might have been a dud out of the batch. It happened. So, yeah. I'll report back to Dave on that one. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him some shit. <laughs> oh, very cool. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's jump into the lightning round. Uh, the lightning round brought to us by our friends at J.C. Newman Cigar Company, America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brick House. Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and The American. J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or their visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. All right. Let me, let me add add to my list of, uh, of companies who have been very supportive. J.C. Newman, Drew, great oh, guys yeah. over there. And they've been, yeah, nothing but supportive and confident yeah. in, uh, in the brands that they have. Yep. Yeah, great people. I cannot wait to go down there and visit. They've, oh, they've yeah. invited so many times. I've just never had the time to get down there. So it's one of these days. I did a couple I did a couple years ago, and it was phenomenal. Yeah. My wife, she even enjoyed it. I can't wait to get down there. All right. So, so Kellen, if you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why? Shit. <laughs> um, probably, God, the first one that comes to mind is, you know, Churchill was just such a confident son of a bitch. I'd love to just be able to hear the way he spoke to himself, you know, like what's going on in his mind that uh, and, and be able to imbue some of that, uh, uh, take some of that to myself. How's this guy thinking all the time? Be so confident. Yeah. And everything yeah. else. I'm gonna go with them. Nice. My my new favorite question. Yeah, go for it. Is the what's your most overrated and underrated fast food? I'm a chunky kid and I love fast food. So that I like that's my new favorite question. Okay. I'm gonna go overrated. I'm gonna go. I got two. I'm gonna go in and out. And I'm gonna go what a burger. I don't get it. Yeah, I've never had Whataburger. I've never had Whataburger. Oh, Whataburger is great. Like Alabama, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. Texas, Texas. That's right. That's right. Yep. Um, and underrated. Look, you can you can rate them as high as you want, and Chick Fil A is always going to be underrated. Yeah, I I like Chick Fil A. You got them in Minnesota yet? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Their breakfast. Their breakfast little honey sandwiches are phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> phenomenal eat about a dozen of them all right so kellen if you were about to get into a fight what would your soundtrack music be okay um all right y'all gotta help me with this what was the song in uh who 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 who, 
who made this song? It goes, and all it is is the intro, right? The start. It goes, wah, and then it hits that. Oh, is that uh, Rage? Lincoln Park. No, it's not Rage. Park. Oh, it's corn, isn't it? Yeah, it's corn. Corn sounds right. Limp biscuit. No, it's not limp biscuit. I think it's corn. Yeah, I think you're. I think it's corn. I think it is corn. I'm going in with that, baby. I'm going in. Got the guitar. I like that. Excellent choice. Um, all right, Justin. All right, you ready for this one? The zombies are coming, so you're gonna have to pick out three cigar related industry people to be on your zombie apocalypse survival squad. Who do you pick and why? Damn, okay. Uh, look, I'm going like I'm going with Skip Martin because he. Already, he lit not already lives in a zombie apocalypse, but he does. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> take the correlations however you want. There, you got some firepower, <laughs> and he's a Texas man, you know. I'm, I'm sure he come, he's coming, uh, yeah, with some firepower. Um, all right, who else? Um, golly, let's see. Pete, you know, if 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 if, we, if there was going to be a, a TV show featuring cigar guys uh, w- with the zombie apocalypse, Pete Johnson, he'd be like the he- I feel like he'd be the head man. I right. don't know if he can yes. fight or do anything or provide any resources, but he's going to look like he's going to have that look, right? I'm yeah. Go with him. And then uh, I'm probably going to go with like. Uh, uh, who is, you know, who is like the, um, you know, I've never worked with, with, with him, but, uh, you know, Rocky Patel seems like he's he makes a whole lot of money and I need somebody who's got some capital. He's got, he's got some jets. He's got some yachts, you know, whatever he, he's doing very well. And I need somebody like that. So I'm yeah. going to take him as well. That's a good choice. Everybody knows zombies can't swim. So get on the yacht and just, take that just yacht. go. Yeah. I love that. That's a great answer. All right. Uh, let's jump into this week's notable smokables brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. So each week, we all go around the horn and name a cigar that we smoked recently that was notable to us. Now, this could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that we smoked for the first time in a long time or a cigar that's brand new to the market that we smoked for the first time ever. Um, now you've got a really cool position where you get to smoke all kinds of new stuff all the time. So what's something that really stood out to you recently? Oh, do y'all answer this as well? Yeah. You, but you first, or we can go first if you need a minute. Um, let's see. Let me think for a second. All right. Y'all go first. Y'all go first. All right, Justin. Um, I'm going to go with a McAuliffe Leenda. Oh yeah. Had that one the other night in the garage. So that was a, that's a good, good cigar. What about you, Raul? I'm going to get help. La six. No, she's got my volumes. Oh, the volumes down. Hold on. We'll do this. And you got to say la seis. La seis six. (laughs) The Puerto Rican who can't, who can't pronounce Spanish words. I love it. It's fantastic. That is um, yeah, the L, as as Jack Tarano lovingly calls it, the L6P. It was uh, phenomenal. It's a, a good cigar. The first version of it. 
uh, this weekend, and it was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, my notable, I'm going to save the pregame cigar for next week. <laughs> uh, but my notable from from this past week um, was the uh, the Crown Heads um, Four Kicks Capa Especial from 2023. There you go. Um, yeah. And, man, it was... I I love most of the, the the four kick special editions that they've done, whether it's the mule kick or the Kappa special, they have been good consistently. Was that the Lancero? No, this was uh, more of like a short Churchill. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, it was. It was like a. It wasn't a forty six ring gauge. I don't think it was more like a forty eight, but it was only about about a five inch cigar. So it, you could call it a skinny robusto or a short Churchill. You know, dealer's choice. But really, really nice cigar. All right, you're on the spot now. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna kind of go in the other direction a little bit. So uh, I'm gonna go very. I'm gonna go basic here. I had a cigar that I had ridden off for probably a decade. Mm. Because and I, I don't know when they were bought out, but this company was bought out by a European company. We know the story, right? Yeah. I, I bet I know the brand you're about to name. Oh, well, all right. So I smoked an Oliva V. Mm. I hadn't smoked an Oliva. I remember the first time I smoked an Oliva V, and it was it was uh, it introduced. I, I remember uh, I smoked that trade show, actually, and it, it kind of, like, brought us into the strong cigar world that we were living in. But they got bought out, and I was like, all right, well, you know, that was good for the time, right? I smoked one not long ago and I couldn't believe how the quality that was still in that cigar. Yeah, definitely. Owned by a, what I think like a, uh, is it Belgium company? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, and you know, this, the story is we've seen it a million times and you just, we just, we write it off. Right. And because the cigar just goes downhill, the quality of the tobacco, it becomes a, becomes a, a normal, a uh, boring cigar. That cigar was still good. Um, and so much so that I was like, all right, we're going to like, I would never have dreamed of doing this, but we're going to put this in the blind tasting because I think people's minds are going to be blown that this cigar is still yeah. uh, out really good quality tobacco. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. That's a great choice. Uh, and I love those ones that are cigar, especially the ones that have been on the market forever. Mm-hmm. And then you just try it for the first time in forever. And you're like, I forgot how, you know, a cigar that could be 10, 15 years ago that you absolutely loved. And, you know, the you go through so many cigars and go through your own personal smoking trends. And it, mm-hmm. it happens where you just sort of forget about, you know, brands that you fell in love with years ago. Yeah. And all of a sudden you, you're in a shop and you see one and you pick it up. And holy crap, there's, a lot of those cigars are still really good today. Chicken, yeah. Yeah, love that. All right. Uh, so that was this week's Notable Smokables brought to us by Luciano Cigars, improving lives through fine cigars. Please visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. All right. Coming attractions coming up in the next few weeks here on How About That Cigar Live brought to us by A.J. Fernandez, born and raised in Cuba. 
A.J. Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The A.J. Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dios de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from A.J. Fernandez. All right. Next Tuesday, sorry, next Monday night, the 13th, we have Brett J. from Tobacology on the show. Very excited for that. Uh, on November 20th, we have Jeremiah Mirapfel, uh coming to us live all the way from Europe. That's right. And on November 27th, closing out the month of November, we have Mike from Lovely Cigars, a new smaller cigar company just getting started in Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's right, representing the great city of Green Bay and the Green Bay Packers. Their cigars are a lot better than Green Bay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Green Bay's struggling this year, but Lovely Cigars is not. They are a good growing company. Yes, hey, uh, Lovely is one of the guys who has confidence in his product and reached out to me. Uh, I love it. Them and they sent us cigars and nice. Uh, I'm not gonna say when, but they will be in our in our blind tasting soon. Yeah, they're doing yeah, good much. Mike's a good dude, too. Very cool. Absolutely. Very cool. Uh, so, Kellen, brother, thank you so much for being on our show this yeah. evening, man. We we just loved every second of it. Such a good time, man. Thank you so much for having me. Real pleasure. Absolutely. So uh, give our viewers and listeners an idea. Where is the best place for them to find out about everything you guys have going on? Absolutely. Uh, Standardandtwain.com. We're on Instagram. Um, and uh, But, yeah, standardandtwain.com. We have, uh, let's see, let me think real quick. So we've got a promo code going right now. Um, I don't think we've, we're actually uh, putting it on the site yet. We had some, uh, uh, some photography issues and whatever. We'll get it on there soon, but you can go there now. Free Fuentes in the discount code. We're including two extra cigars made by Fuente. Mystery cigars. It's a blind tasting. So you order... Uh, the blind tasting package for cigars, you get an extra two. These are Fuente made retail for $17 a piece. So a real deal uh, when you subscribe to Standard and Twain. Uh, so yeah, go check it out. It's a no-brainer. Fantastic. What was that discount code? What was the code? <laughs> Free Fuentes. F-R-E-E-F-U-E-N-T-E-S. That's the discount code. Free Fuentes. All right, I just put it in the comments so people on, on Facebook and YouTube can find that discount code. Uh, and, man, it's it's an exciting project. We I like what you're doing, and uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It just it really it really makes you think about the cigars and think about the tobacco and and uh, sort of uh, really really get you focused in. And I love that, man. So thanks for what you're doing, and keep up the good work. Man, I appreciate the support. It's been, been been a good night. Absolutely. All right, viewers and listeners, thank you guys so much for watching live on Facebook and live on YouTube. We are so grateful that you guys spent some time with us this evening. And, of course, if you're listening on the audio podcast, thanks for giving us your time while you drive down the road or work out. Whatever it is you do when you listen to your favorite audio podcast, thanks for making How About That Cigar a part of it. Be sure to like and subscribe to all of our favorite uh you know, YouTubes and Facebooks and Instagrams and TikTok. Yes, yes we're, we're on, on TikTok. We are on TikTok. So 
Uh, be sure to look for what we have going on there as well. Uh, we have some new cigar reviews recently posted to HowAboutThatCigar.com. So be sure to check those out also. If you have questions for any of us, you can email us on the website, HowAboutThatCigar.com. Uh, follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. And of course, until we see you guys next time, burn cigars. Not bridges. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium cigars.